welcome to the Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice podcast with Charlotte Foster. Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice is a podcast all about podcasting. My name is Charlotte and I've been podcasting since 2017. Before that, I was in radio. In fact, first time I went live behind a microphone was in 1998. Yes, that was last century. I love listening to podcasts, making podcasts and helping others make podcasts too. All through my business, Charlotte Foster Podcasts. I promise you I am far more creative when it comes to podcasting than I am when it comes to making up names for businesses. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice. I hope you are well and let me start by saying happy. Happy New Year! We've made it to 2021. Or at least, fingers crossed, I hope we have, because quite clearly I am recording this ahead of time to come out on New Year's Day. Who knows where we might be? Tier 90 billion might be an option. Who knows? Anyway, I hope you had a wonderful Christmas and you are now ready to face the new year. And I know lots of people are talking about resolutions at this time of year. So I thought I would as well. But these are some really good New Year's resolutions that you can make that will help you with your podcasting this year. And it doesn't matter if you are a seasoned pro at podcasting or if you're looking to start your first podcast in 2021. And here's a promise for you. I promise these are all resolutions that you will want to stick to because they don't involve losing weight or exercising. It comes with a caveat because all things podcast related always have a podcast caveat, right? There is one thing that does sound a little bit healthy, but it's not a diet. It's not losing weight and it is certainly not exercising. So first of all, my first My number one, my top New Year's resolution that you might want to consider this year is be consistent with your episodes. Now, if there is only one thing you decide to take up from this list of resolutions, then please, for the love of podcasting, let it be this one, please. Consistency, consistency, consistency. Now, it's up to you just what consistency looks like for you. But once you have decided whether you're going to be publishing an episode weekly, fortnightly or monthly, you need to make sure you do just that. So decide and then stick to it. Consistency is your decision, essentially, or how consistent you want to be is your decision. So whether you're going to do it weekly, fortnightly, monthly, make that decision That's all I want you to do. Make the decision and stick to it. Now, I do get asked quite a lot about whether it's okay to change the frequency of your podcast episodes. And this might surprise you, but my answer is yes, it is okay to change the frequency of your podcast episodes. But make sure you let your audience know. I'm as shocked as you are that I gave you a straight answer to a podcast question and I didn't just say, well, it depends. But in all honesty, if you are struggling to meet the 
the deadlines you've set yourself, the publishing schedule you've set yourself, and you are not being consistent because you cannot keep up with weekly, you cannot keep up with fortnightly, or whatever it is you've set yourself, then change so that you can keep your consistency up. You just need to make sure you're telling people. Honestly, you can't tell people enough. I need about 500 reminders to get myself through a day. So if you are changing anything about your podcast, keep telling your audience. Tell them, tell them, tell them. And tell them in all the different ways you normally communicate with them. So tell them on the podcast. Tell them in your social media. Tell them in your emails. Just keep telling people that you are changing things and explain why. You know, this is an honest and intimate medium. So be honest and open with your listener and they normally will respond positively. So if in this kind of weird bit before we really crack on with the business side of things coming back to us in the new year, you are taking some time to reflect on what you're going to do with your podcast, then don't be afraid to change how often you are putting out your episodes, especially if it means that changing makes you more consistent or keeps you consistent this year, no matter what the year throws at us. And apologies for throwing that in there because, you know, we had enough of it in 2020. But you know what? We have to be prepared for bumps and roller coaster rides this year. It's going to happen. Don't know how, don't know where, but it's going to be a bumpy ride, I suspect. So if you can make your podcast consistent, make it consistent. Number two, I'm going to say the consistent word again, because I want you to be consistent with your podcast marketing. And when I say consistent with your podcast marketing, what I actually mean is be the podcast bore you were meant to be. I am as guilty as anyone of not always being the podcast bore when it comes to talking about my podcast. And I'll be honest, this is my number one thing I am going to change this year. I need to tell more people I have a podcast. So this is a classic example of when I've told you to tell everyone about your podcast of do as I say, not as I do. What a parent phrase that is. So mm -hmm, it's time now, bit of accountability. I'm going to be honest and tell you what I am going to do, what consistent podcast marketing will look like for me. And if you see me not doing this, please call me out on it because quite frankly, I just think it's such a shame. I know the effort I put into my podcast. I know the effort you will be putting into your podcast as well. And this is a crying shame for us not to be talking about it more and people not hearing it, right? Because it's not the effort we've put into it that's the crying shame. It's the fact that there's so much good content not being heard. Our content deserves to be heard and we can't do that unless we tell people about it. So what is consistent marketing going to look like for me? Well, here we go. From January the 1st, I will be posting daily, mm -hmm, daily about my podcast on LinkedIn and Instagram. So LinkedIn and Instagram are the two places I'm going to be hanging out the most social media wise, certainly for the first quarter of 2021 and see how that goes for me. I'll tell you how you can find me on both those at the end of the podcast. Um, so yes, that's where I'm going to be hanging out the most. So daily posts about my podcast 
on LinkedIn and Instagram. And, and I'm also going to be upping the number of emails I send out too. You can get on my email list. I'll put a link in the show notes about how you can do that and you can get some of my my fabulous uh, podcast related emails as well. So yeah, I am going to be the podcast bore, except you know this, I know this, you cannot be a bore on social media or in your emails about anything because we all know nobody apart from you as in you, not me. Well, yeah, me as well. Nobody apart from you sees the content you produce. Well, all of it anyway. You know, 100% of the content, I'm going to see that. You won't see 100% of the content I produce unless you're stalking me, which is a little bit weird. Number three, pitch to be a guest on other people's podcasts. Lots of peas in there. That was nice and fun. I had to edit out some plosives. Now, there is a skill to being a guest on other people's podcasts, but getting yourself on the right podcast can do absolute wonders for your podcast numbers. But there's always a but, and I make no apologies for there always being a but. But it only works if the podcast you go on has the right audience for you and you can solve a problem for them and make sure you offer value. So yes, it's simply another way to just get in front of somebody else's audience, but you've got to make sure it's the right audience for you. You've got to be selfish about it. You can't go on other people's podcasts for a favour. It's got to work in your favour, not just theirs. Now, I talk about being a guest on other podcasts in episode 36 of this uh, podcast series. So If getting on other people's podcasts is one of your podcast resolutions, there's so many popping peas. (laughs) Um, Go and get your ears around that episode. Now, quite exciting. I think it's exciting and it is exciting. I'm going to be on the Let's Get Social podcast uh, with Philip and Ema later this month. And I am so excited about doing it um, because I did the interview because it's pre-recorded in advance and it was so much fun, honestly, right? I am so used to being the interviewer that actually to be the interviewee, not have the pressure of having to come up with the questions and keep the content, keep the conversation flowing and all of that. Oh, I loved it. So I'm going to set myself a goal this year to be on at least five more podcasts. Now, these podcasts will be quality controlled, obviously, and they have to be the right fit for me and my message. So there we go. Quite exciting, I think. Number four is to chat with your listeners more. Now, there's a couple of ways you can go about this. First of all, you can just chat with them more on social media, find out where they're hanging out, be part of their conversations, all the usual stuff. But also, if you're posting about your podcast on social media, let's go back to resolution number two, we should be talking a lot more about our podcast, right? Then make sure that the posts you have with your podcast mentioned on it have those call to actions that you that you need, that you want, and then get involved in the responses that people put to those call to actions. So get the go for the comments 
and respond to those comments. Have a conversation with your listeners. This is a really good way of, first of all, telling people about the podcast, creating a community around your podcast, and just getting conversation started. I love replying to like DMs that I get and emails that I get. Email is the best way of getting in touch with me because DMs get lost quite easily in my brain. But I really love that someone has taken the time to get in touch with me. And I do always reply, just maybe not instantly, okay? Um, Because it makes me feel like I've got a little tribe, a little community. And I really hope that if you have got in touch with me and I have replied you felt like you're in my little tribe, my little gang, my little team. Teams, Charlotte Foster podcasts for the win. Bring on 2021. I've said it again. It'll be fine. 2021 is going to be fine. I promise. And secondly, another way that you can chat with your listeners is actually on your podcast. So talk to your listener directly, name them on your podcast. Give them a shout out. That's what I mean when I say name them. So it could be that someone's asked a great question on social media. If you've got a Facebook group, they could have said something in there that you've just picked up on. It could be that someone's mentioned something to you and you've done a whole podcast episode because it sparked something in your mind that happened to me earlier, uh, back end of 2020. There was something that was said and I went, oh my goodness, that's a really good point. And it was one of my clients, Miriam, who mentioned it. And I did a whole podcast episode around what she had said. And it kind of just, to me, just helps build up a community. If someone's asked a good question again on social media, let's say, you can mention it, mention their name and answer the question. It shows off your knowledge and it shows off your community. And right Here's a, here's a little confession for you. I may have worked in radio for the best part of 20 years, but I still get a total thrill when my name gets mentioned on air. Now that can be on air in a podcast or on air on radio. Honestly, it's so much fun. And I don't know if that's a normal reaction because I've, it's just, I just love it. I just love getting a shout out. I just like hearing my name. I don't know, but think about it, right? I've spent 20 years talking a lot broadcasting and to still hear my name in a shout out from sometimes it's a mate or sometimes it's a complete stranger because I've texted in and it's like hi to Charlotte I'm like yeah that's me and I wave at the radio yeah maybe that was a confession too far but honestly getting a shout out makes you feel like you're a part of a club and part of a team and that helps us build up that that loyalty that you want from your podcast listeners Now, here's another thing that you can do. Get your listeners to record a message that you can then play out on the podcast. Now, it could be a question, could be a statement, could be any kind of just thing that you can interact with. Again, getting them to have their voice on the podcast makes it a little bit more exciting as well. And this doesn't have to be too complicated. You can just get them to do a little voice memo recording on their phone even record it in Zoom and send it over to you, you know, that way. Really kind of fun way of making sure that you get some interactivity and it gives people a little bit of ownership of your podcast that they've invested in it. It's their podcast as well as your podcast. So I think it's a great little way of interactivity of getting people really invested in you and what you do. Number five is good fun. You should listen to more podcasts. Who does?
doesn't want to listen to more podcasts this year, right? Get your ears across as many podcasts as you can. Now, one of the best things I did this year, and it was late on in 2020 that I did it, was decide to start championing female-led podcasts. Now, it all came about from a session I hosted at Janet Murray's 2021 Sorted event, which was focused on women in podcasting. The fact is, there are loads of really good women podcasters creating amazing content, but it rarely features in the charts. So we discussed bits and bobs around this. And what happened next was I decided every Tuesday I was going to listen to and recommend a podcast that is majority female run. I call it Turn Up the Volume Tuesday. See what I did there. But It's my way of playing my part, I suppose, in lifting up women podcasters and trying to get them heard more. But the bonus side for me in particular means I am hearing and listening to new podcasts every week, which in turn means I am learning so, so much. And it's not just the content of all of the episodes that I'm listening to. It's actually how each podcast is produced, how it's edited, what tits and tinsel bits are being added, what tits and tinsel bits aren't being added, what's the structure like, how does the host say things, what are they saying, why are they saying, how are they working with their co-hosts if they have a co-host, why are they working with their guests if they have a guest. So much stuff to just get my ears around and learn from and be inspired by. It's just been brilliant for expanding my podcast listening. Now, here's kind of a step back kind of thought. Back in my radio days, right, everybody in the industry, and it still is happening, everyone in the industry listens around to see, hear what everybody else is up to. It's common practice that everyone just keeps their is across the airwaves. Now, it's not just competitors that are direct competitors in the local area. We would be listening across all over the place just to see what other stations were doing, how they were doing stuff and what we could learn. But we did not copy anything. No direct copying, please. I encourage you to listen to other people's podcasts so you can learn I'm not encouraging you to listen to other people's podcasts so you can straight off rip people off. Get inspired, but copying is wrong on every level. I know you won't do it, but I just need to just make it very, very clear about what I am suggesting you do. Okay, here comes the vaguely healthy one. Number six, drink more water. So I promise no diets and I promise no exercise. And this isn't a diet and it's certainly not exercise, but you should be drinking more water. Not just now, but throughout the year. But right now in particular, drinking more water is just going to help your voice spectacularly, right? In winter, we go from cold outside. It's been snowing where I am for two days. Snowing. So I've been out running in the snow like an idiot. And all you can hear is people screaming. And all I hear when I hear people screaming in the snow, fun screaming, not not bad screaming. All I hear, and I just think, oh, you're damaging your throat because it's cold outside. And that gives you more damage when you scream and you all, it makes me really nervous. 
But then I realised these are children and they're, they're not really professional voice people. But in all honesty, when you go outside and it's cold, you kind of straight away, you open the door to go outside and you shrink into yourself a little bit, don't you? You kind of just go, oh, it's cold. I'm just going to get all tight into myself and all snuggle up together so that I don't get too cold. And I'm doing it right now, even though I'm sitting in my house where it's warm. And you just go, mm. And your vocal cords do the same thing. They get all tight and constricted because they've got, oh, blinking heck, it's a bit nippy out. And they go all tight. And then you come inside and you go, oh, isn't it lovely and warm and toasty? Because you've got the central heating cranked right up to 11. And what happens is all that air that you've just come in and you're into, the warm air, is really dry and dusty. And that does no good to your vocal cords whatsoever. So you need to keep drinking. Get your hydration levels right up. Here's some relatively good news. I say relatively because you'll understand why in a minute. Warm drinks are lovely and soothing. Sadly, those warm drinks can't contain caffeine because they do nothing to help hydrate your vocal cords, I'm afraid. I'm sorry. I am the queen of tea. I love a cup of tea. But for every cup of tea I have, I am now starting to make sure that I drink a glass of water. Yes, it's boring but actually it does me good. Also means I'm going to the toilet all the time. I can't tell you. Maybe that's a bit TMI for uh, the the podcast, but let's be honest, I'm going to start 2021 this way I finished 2020. TMI, too much information. Honestly though, get yourself some uh, peppermint tea. I love peppermint tea. What I also tend to do is nip to the shops, to the supermarket and get one of those uh, growing potted mints. Mints as in, not mince, as in beef mince, as in mint, mint plant. There we go. That's what I was trying to get to. Take it to work with me. And then I just rip a few leaves off in a nice way, chuck them in my mug, and then I just top it up with hot water. And it's really tasty. And then same again, I'll just chop up a lemon, chuck a lemon slice in there as well. Mint and lemon, really, really nice. Now, not too hot for your drink, not too cold. Warm is okay. I don't know, warm is a bit meh, but not too hot, you'll do yourself damage. Not too cold, you'll do yourself damage. Nice, in the middle, average, warm. Oh, and um, here's another one that I should tell you. Alcohol, that doesn't count as water either. So if you're doing dry January, crack on. And last, but by absolutely no means least, number seven your podcast resolutions for 2021. Keep having fun. If 2020 has taught us anything apart from wash your hands, it's we need to have fun and enjoy ourselves. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy what we are doing. Podcasting is fun. Podcasting should be fun. And if it's not fun or it's becoming less fun, take a little moment to look at why. Now, yes, I totally understand it can take up a fair amount of time, especially if you haven't planned in advance or prepared in advance. Then, yeah, I get it. It it can feel like it takes up more time than it should. Could you potentially look to outsource part of your production process? Get yourself an editor. That'll take away a lot of the work. 
could you get yourself booked a planning session? Now book a planning session with yourself. Make a time in your diary, block it out. No one can make an appointment in that slot. And then you plan out your next quarter. It doesn't have to be, you know, full on detail, 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 but plan out what you're going to be talking about over the quarter or plan out the next 10 episodes. You can use my podcast planning toolkit to do this. So if you haven't got it yet, I'll put a link in where you can buy it. And you just need to book a bit of time with yourself and go, 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 go. Or if you don't think that's going to work for you because you need a little bit more accountability, don't forget, you can also book a planning session with me. Three hours, me and you, we get it planned, we get it done. But sometimes even outsourcing some of the work isn't going to help. If you have just utterly lost your podcast mojo, you've fallen completely out of love with it, getting rid of the boring bits hasn't made it any better, then do you know what? consider a break. Yep, have a break or even finish it. Yep, I've said it. Break up with your podcast. Don't just go on a break. Break up with your podcast. Because it doesn't have to be as dramatic as as you might think it is. Breaking up with your podcast, finishing, calling time, whatever, doesn't mean the podcast doesn't exist anymore doesn't mean you can't use it in your content, doesn't mean all the years of work that you've put into it don't happen, right? Just because the podcast isn't being updated doesn't mean you can't refer to it or use it for content, especially if you've got episodes which are really good kind of evergreen stuff that people will keep coming back to. It's there, use it. It's there as long as you keep it online. Keep it online point people towards it, get content from it. It's not dead for want of a less dramatic word. And there is a less dramatic word for it. It's not over. It's not finished. It's not done. It's not redundant. That's a better word than dead. It's not redundant. It's there to be used still. And then if you've had six months off or a year off, you can come back with a new podcast, right? You don't have to keep podcasting forever. It's not the end of the world if you decide that actually you don't love podcasting anymore. Have your break. Come back or maybe come back with a new podcast. (gasps) That's exciting, isn't it? Right. You can get in touch with me in all the usual ways. I mentioned earlier that I'm going to be hanging out a little bit more on LinkedIn and Instagram. So I'll give you those first. LinkedIn, I am Charlotte Foster, podcast queen because you know I did give you the royal speech last week the queen's message the queen's christmas message so I need to keep up this um royal roots that I claim to have yeah I am royally deluded I know uh, on instagram I am at charlotte foster podcasts I am on other social media as well but not so much certainly for the first quarter of 2021 so if you want to find me on facebook at charlotte foster podcasts and if you want to find me on twitter at cf podcasts is where i am there look after yourselves tell me your new year's podcast resolutions mainly because i'm nosy and i want to know what you are up to see you next week <laughs>